This is the What's Next podcast, Houston's number one platform where I invite creators to share their journeys and give us a depiction of their visions. Most importantly, the last question I'll ask is, what's next? Houston, Texas. Houston, Texas. Welcome. Welcome. This is what it sound like. This is what it look like when you are living in your purpose, when you're having fun doing what you're doing, when people rock with you and respect what you're doing. This is what it look like. This is what it look like right here. We're going to get on with the show in a second. We're going to get on with the show in a second, but I just had to put this out there. Shout out to my man, Trey Rogers. Let's go. Houston, I got new toys. I got new toys, and I'm ready to run. Houston, Texas, welcome back to episode number 57 of the What's Next podcast, a production of Still Visionary, Inc. Before we get started with the episode, Jordan, let's introduce our social media handles so we don't disrupt the flow of the conversation when we get to that point. All right. Go ahead. Uh, Galo que mi gente, it's your boy Jordan. Um, you can find me at J Ryan on Instagram. That's J R Y A A N, and same thing on Twitter. Just add an S to the end of it. And then you can find me on YouTube at Jordan Sinet. So that's J O R D A N Sinet S E N N E T T. Okay, you said. Uh, hold on, right quick. You said. Uh, and listen, Houston, Texas. That que lo que is uh, Dominican people say that for like, what's up? How you? What's going on? Stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, so, I'm not uh, Dominican. I just speak a little Spanish. You said, said it said J Ryan. Yeah, J Ryan. J R Y. Okay, I'm already following you. Yeah. Uh, that's a bit. All right, I already got you. And uh, Houston, Texas. My name is John Ross Dyke the First, and uh, you can follow me on Instagram and on Twitter at John Ross Dyke and still underscore Visionary. If you would connect with me on LinkedIn, subscribe to my YouTube channel, like my fan page on Facebook. <laughs> And visit my website at stillvisionary.com for everybody streaming um, through the audio version, SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple Music, this podcast. That is uh, uh, J-O-H-N-R-O-S-S-D-I-K-E, still underscore visionary, S-T-I-L-L underscore V-I-S-I-O-N-A-R-Y. And the website is still S-T-I-L-L-V-I-S-I-O-N-A-R-Y.com. Directly in front of you, I have all of my paraphernalia. You can shop stillvisionary.com slash apparel. How you doing? I'm good. Good. It's good to have you. Trying to survive this this virus. No doubt. Houston, Texas, we won't let COVID-19 stop the movement. We will not let COVID-19 stop the movement. I'd like to also say uh, the the podcast theme song is um, The Nice Guys Over Toast, and I just had to come in playing my man's song. When your man let you let you use his product and he say, go ahead, man, you got my blessings, I just wanted to go ahead and put out my man Trey Rogers. His uh, album, Vaulted Ceilings, is out right now. So go ahead and shop that, or cop that rather. And the name of that episode, the name of that song is um, Diamond Chandeliers. 
which was my song, What Songs on My Mind, episode number 39, I believe. So how you doing, man? Yeah, like I said, I'm good. Um, busy. Mm-hmm. Busy, but good. It's, it's, a, it's a good busy. Okay. No yeah. doubt. No doubt. I, um, listen, man, uh, I needed to have you on this podcast, man. Um, I'm watching your movement, and I'm proud of your movement, and thank I'm you, proud of your you. channel. And um, there were certain elements of your podcast, well, not podcast, but of your channel that I wish that when I had started my first YouTube channel that I had incorporated. Mm-hmm. So I want to get all into that um, today. And I want to just learn something from you because I believe that I can learn something from everybody that comes on the podcast. So I want to learn something from you today. All right. No doubt. Um, so uh, uh, people's attention span is short. Very. Okay. Very. Um, and I don't know how long we'll go on the podcast today, but uh, uh, if, we, if people don't make it to the end of the podcast, what should people take from um, your journey um, into becoming a creative and you start a new YouTube channel and everything? I think the one thing they can take, or if maybe a couple of things actually, is um, it's not all about you. Okay. Um, I think people try to chase uh, a platform. They try to chase um, clout, mm-hmm. in a sense. Mm-hmm. Um, if you make it all about you, then you just you just you're not allowing anybody else to come in at the, to the table and like you know be with you and like enjoy enjoy your journey with you. Because I have a group of friends that we probably talk about later, but we're all creatives, and so they've all been um, instrumental in like in that whole process. Um, also, for me being a Christian. Um, like I said, like not that it's not only about you, but it's about like who do you serve? Like who are you? Who are you at the end of the day saying like I'm doing this for you? Like I do I do this for Jesus. Like I'm not doing mm. this for for anybody else. It's like yes, this is fun for me, but ultimately like He gets the glory throughout through, through in, in whatever I do, whether me talking about my hair, whether me be talking about Him on my channel or doing something fun on my channel, He still gets the glory from that because He that all comes from Him. So okay, that's what I would say. No doubt, no doubt. Um, so uh. You graduated from Waltrip in 2018. 17. 17. Yes. Okay, 17. 2017. So 2017. Um, and initially you were going to OU. Yes. How was that experience? Because the reason why I bring that up is because when I found out that you weren't going to OU anymore, I was like, okay, now I can really get him on the podcast mm-hmm. because I didn't know how I was going to be able to get you on the podcast if you were in Norman, Oklahoma right yeah. now. But uh, my wife also is a graduate of OU. Oh, well, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. So, you told me that. So, yeah. um, yeah, so I was wondering uh, how that experience was for you because when I was coming out of high school, uh, OU heavily recruited um, Booker T. Washington Engineering mm-hmm. Program. Yeah, they they we yeah. had a lot of kids go to OU from BT Dub. Yeah. So how was that experience for you? Uh, it was, I guess, it was like any other like freshman college experience. Um, the parties, the the wilding out, the, all of that. It was it was a bunch of all of that, but. Um, there was a lot of things. First of all, I didn't even want to go to OU. Like that was a school that my that my brother, who was who was recruited out of Booker T in mm-hmm. engineering programs to go to, mm-hmm. so that, that was perfect for him. And so, I on the other hand, I didn't really know what I wanted to do, um, and I just kind of picked environmental environmental engineering as mm-hmm. a major going there. And so my dad was like, "Oh, you can go to OU too. It's like we can we can get you scholarships. We can do all this other stuff." And so I was like. I don't know if I want to go there though. Mm. And so long story short, I ended up going there. And um it a, a lot of stuff happened that one year. Like mm. I did things I never thought I would ever do. I um I got I got really sick the first semester that like pushed me put, that put me behind mm. put me behind a lot um that first semester. Um like I said, like I, I was drinking a lot, I was smoking and I like almost every weekend like I, I look for the weekend to be uh, to be a um, escape because like I was going through a lot of depression too my first year of college because I was like what is this what is this whole life thing you know I was like what is going on because mm-hmm. I was unsure about a lot of stuff at, the, at that moment mm-hmm. and so being there was a huge learning moment like now that I look back at it like mm-hmm. at the moment I was like dang this just sucks but coming from that season in my life I was like dang like I learned so much in that one year, like mm-hmm. from August 2017 to May 2018, mm-hmm. not even in a whole year, just a few months. Like I learned so much in that one period of time. And so, um, yeah, then I found myself back in Houston and I guess that that can kind of bleed into another topic of just like me going from 
like a, a dark place at OU to a to where I am now, you know. So, mm. so you so you made it to what? So you left OU because of why? Why'd you leave OU? I left OU because um, one, I never like I said, I never wanted to go there in the first place. Yeah. Two, I couldn't see myself doing what I really wanted to do there. Mm-hmm. And so, cause at the, cause at the time I still, I still kind of was tossing like back and forth with like, with this idea of like, do I, do I stay to continue doing my, like, cause I ended up changing my major at OU. And so I was kind of doing what I wanted to do, but in that space and in that sphere, I was like, I don't know if I can do it here. And so I kind of told myself, I was like, you need to decide. And so I was like, I'm not, I can't go back to OU. I was like, I can't allow myself to, um, be be in that mindset and be in that um that space where I felt uncomfortable because mm-hmm. I, I was uncomfortable. Like I had a lot of good, I had a lot of great friends. Like don't get me wrong, I had a lot of great friends, but um at the end of the day, I was like, this isn't me. So that's that's kind of why I left. Okay, okay. Well, I mean, you left OU and you you went to the greatest university in the world. That is, if you're at U of H main campus. Are you I'm there? actually. At Lone Star, but I'm going to the UH. Okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Well, I am speaking it into um, fruition. Yeah, yeah. So um, creativity comes from experiences, okay? Um, I remember, see, and the reason why I say that is because I, I believe that there are things that we go through in life that, that push us to create, right? Mm-hmm. And I really do not like um, defining a word with the word and the definition, but mm-hmm. that's the best mm-hmm. way that I can explain creativity comes from experiences. <clears throat> and I remember when I first started a YouTube channel, I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what kind of a platform it could be. Um, and I was a little older in life. I had I'd come out of, well, YouTube really wasn't around when I was in high school. Yeah. So it was really a college thing for me. But here you are, um, a graduate of Wall Trip in 2017. I see you start a YouTube channel and I'm thinking to myself, hmm, what a perfect time to do that as a teenager, mm-hmm. because um, if you strike it while the iron is hot, the 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 growth that you can have is immense. Mm-hmm. Right. So creativity comes from experiences. Take us through the thought process of starting a YouTube channel and what was the initial intent for? So for me, um, videography as a whole had always been something I liked since I would say sophomore year of high school. Um, I started doing, like, different projects and stuff for, um, like, English class and math class and stuff like that. And um, I really, really enjoyed editing videos. Like, I, I had fun doing it. And so um, I, I, the idea of starting a YouTube channel was in the back of my mind because I was like, why not? Like, I don't know what I'm going to do yet, but I was like, why not? And so um, going to OU, I still had that in the back of my mind. This is when I actually got my camera. I got a, a Canon T6i, and I was like, I'll bet I can, I can do good, it now. That's I a good just, beginner camera. Yeah, that's I, was like, I can just do it now. I can just, you know, go ahead. But I had I had no, I had nothing. All I had was a camera. I didn't have any branding. I didn't have any um, professional pictures. I didn't have any, I didn't have anything. And I know you don't, like, necessarily need that for YouTube, but, like, mm. in today's age, if you want to grow in the way that you want to grow, like at an exponential rate, even if, even if it's not exponential, you still want to grow. You're going to have to have some, something that kind of like mm. hold yourself up, you know? Mm. And so coming back from OU, I still wanted to do a YouTube channel. Um, my original plans for my YouTube channel, I didn't really have like set plans. I just, I think I was going to try to like follow that, uh, that wave that like all the other YouTube, young YouTubers were doing, you know, like, doing like reaction videos and like, mm. you know, you know, kind of honestly being a little narcissistic in some ways. Mm, okay. Um, okay. Okay. But, um, one, one thing that I, I mentioned on my channel was like my transformation story of, you know, when I fully found Christ and who, what he actually meant to me. Mm-hmm. And, um, that shape that began to, that, well, that is, and all oh, that has and is shaping my life still to this day to where that is my focus. And so when it comes to my YouTube channel, um, after all that happened, I was like, okay, I can start my channel now, but I, I still didn't know what I wanted to do. And so um, my, actually my good friend, Josh, like he actually helped me kind of brainstorm on what to do. Mm. And so I figured out, I was like, I want to do Jesus dreads and creativity. Cause at that point in time, I was tired of my hair. Cause I, just, I wasn't tired of it, but I was tired of the styles I was getting. Cause I was just getting braids all the time. Cause I had really long hair. And so I was like, I want, I was like, before, I don't want to cut my hair. Cause I was like, I, I like the length, but um, I was like, I don't want any braids anymore. But I, I told myself before I cut my hair, I would get locks. And so I decided to get locks um, the end of July. 
and literally all my YouTube planning, like it, if it, it like fell into place, like my branding, my, you know, my channel, my pictures, my, all of that fell into place. And so me getting my hair at the same time, I was like, this is perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, like this is perfect. And so, um, like I said, I had people around me that were like, you need this, you need this, you need this. And not like demanding it, but saying like, this would really help you, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I think um, one key thing to tell people about creativity is that like, you need other minds besides your own. Mm. <clears throat> mm. It's, it's so important to not be um, like the only person that is bought into your vision. Don't have... Now, don't get me wrong. Don't have too many body, too many people bought into your vision because that that's can that can be where people kind of like alter your mind about things. Because like, um, like for example, I had a girl uh, at OU. She told me she was like, I don't think you would look good with dreads. She was like, I don't mm. think you should get them. And like that kind of was like, man, maybe I shouldn't get them. But that was, I was worried about what she thought rather than what I wanted to get. And so like, just imagine if I, if I never if I if I never like let that go, like, I probably might not have gotten locks and might not have like had a YouTube channel where I shared. Um, mm. locks my channel and those are some of the most like popular videos like mm. thousands and thousands of views like mm. I get on those like all yeah, the time for sure I, I mean I was watching it I, I really like the uh, the intro to your 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 um I really like the intro to your uh, YouTube channel. I like the, you had one 22 minute video on there. I like that yeah. one too. I watched that one in entirety. And I like the recent one I just saw was the one that you did about the uh, COVID-19. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, w- what you just said about creativity, you need mm-hmm. more minds when you're being creative. It actually reminds me of my, my homegirl and my homeboy who are doing this birth and they're doing their podcast. It's called the birth and truth. Mm-hmm. And they had a segment on, um, the, the actually the episode that I featured on called optimistic optimism rather um, where they asked if if having a team was beneficial mm-hmm. in terms of branding and coming up with ideas to be able to put your idea out if a team was important and I said absolutely so to hear you say that really echoes my sentiment when they asked me that question mm-hmm. okay so um so your editing process uh where did you did you learn how to edit in in at Wall Trip, or did you learn how to edit on the fly? I, I, I was self-taught. Okay. Every every program I've used, I've been self-taught in YouTube. Okay. I started off with iMovie on, like, yeah, I yeah, yeah, sort of so that. And then um, 2018 is when I got a, actually, no, I didn't even get an Adobe subscription yet. I got a, they had it at LU for us to use. Mm-hmm. And so once I opened it up, I was like, what the heck is this? Like mm-hmm. it was, so, it was so confusing. But then I, you know, I just, I just like was like, let me calm down. Let me just mm-hmm. go step by step. Mm-hmm. And so I went on different YouTube videos to learn um, different editing techniques and just basically how to use a, a editing software like mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and so once I learned, I just kind of kept growing and growing and growing. And I'm still growing today because there's so much more to learn. Um, and so, yeah, it's it's been a process, but it's worth it. It takes a lot of patience. Okay. So much patience because you'll literally be in the process of like editing like a 10 minute video. This doesn't happen as often now because I, I've grown from that. But mm-hmm. like in the beginning, like I'll, I'll be like editing a video and then like the whole thing will crash and it'll just like close down and I didn't save it. And so like yeah. I have to, like, to start all over. All over again. <laughs> like those would be the most annoying times, man. <laughs> the most annoying times. But like I said, it's a learning experience. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's one thing I wanted to uh, say. I think your editing really, it, it's very captivating. Mm-hmm. How you Thank do you. the jump cuts and everything like that. Yeah. I really I really like the, um, the aspect of your editing. Um, I thought that I was, when I was watching your um, COVID-19 video last night, I said, okay, the editing is really, is really key. Because mm-hmm. mine, I really don't have many jump cuts. I have one, a camera set up, and so it shoots straight on. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, it's more enticing. It is more enticing when you have that boom, 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 so mm-hmm. you can keep people's attention because people could get, get kind of get tired of looking at you from one angle the entire time. Yeah, so yeah. I really I really thought that that was something that I wanted to tell you, that your editing is very key. Thank it's you, nice. Yeah, and it also, um, when it comes to YouTube editing, like there's different types because like, I can have a video that's like really long and like not too many jump cuts, but like that's why it's cause it's supposed to be like that. You know, like mm-hmm. I did um like the Sunday service video I did. Mm-hmm. Um it, it it's a very long video, but the way that it, I made it was um meant to like keep people's attention because I would go back 
back and forth from like the vlog style of it and then like the actual Sunday service. People are like, oh, this is kind of like, somebody told me that it kind of looks like an um, album video, mm-hmm. like an album, okay. like okay. concert tour. And I was like, oh, bet. Cause like, I mean, I kind of got it from that style, but like, I was like, this is what I, this is what I want people to see. And so, um, and then there's also like YouTube where you can lose people's attention spans real quickly. So you have to make sure you're, you have to make sure like your, your content is like, right after you know right after one another like you can't just have like too many blank periods where you're just like not doing anything or um the content isn't as good like there's some there's been m- many times where like i'll finish a video and then scrap like a whole bunch of clips because i'm just like people aren't gonna watch this yeah and I, i'm still learning today like there's still videos where i think like i could have i could have like did something better with that one but then yeah. like i think with youtube you can see the person who you subscribe to as they grow like yeah. that's all i want people to see my channel i want people to see like oh he started here and he's not stopping in his growth journey mm-hmm. so yeah okay okay so uh you being a guest on the podcast today i want to give you uh, an opportunity do you want to showcase something uh on the what's next podcast that we can just add in later or do you want to just you know just you didn't give us your youtube channel thing did you yeah you did jordan, yeah jordan Sinet. okay 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 yeah. okay i'm gonna put that in the in the um episode slides and everything so do you want to show something or do you want to just you just want to direct all traffic to your your channel I can show something. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Houston, Texas. We'll get right into it. Uh, this is episode number 57 uh, of the What's Next podcast, a production of Civil Engineering Inc. And we're going to look at Jordan's channel right quick. We'll be right back. Peace and blessings. So the virus is everywhere now. The NBA is postponed. Soul Session is postponed. The rodeo is canceled. And schools are closing. <laughs> what in the world is going on? So I haven't talked about it much on this channel yet, but one of my favorite books in the Bible, or Bible topics, is the book of Revelation and the end times. And considering that the coronavirus is such a huge deal right now, even though it's not the most deadliest thing in the world. But anyways, a lot of people are comparing this to something that could be related to the end times. Houston, Texas. Round of applause for Jordan Sinet, a graduate of Waltrip High School. So man, um, I... I had so many ideas for this episode, right? And I wanted to make sure that um, with these ideas, I didn't take away from the highlight, from highlighting who you are as a creative, right? But um, I want this platform to be a refuge, like I said in episode 56, which is now playing on my YouTube channel and on my website, stillvisionary.com. But I want this platform to be a refuge so artists can feel like, hey, if if I have something, John Ross will play it for me, mm-hmm. right? So uh, I was on Instagram the other day and I hollered at my man who recently moved out to L.A. His name is Echo Remix. Uh, he's a good friend of mine. Uh, you don't know. Uh, maybe you were there. You remember uh, Coach Babin, Kendall Babin? Babin. Yeah, he subbed when you were there. Was he a football coach? No, nah, he was subbing at the time. Now he coaches basketball at Wall Trip. You might not remember. If I, if I see him, I probably would, but no, I don't remember. Okay, he, uh, his uh, line brother from Arkansas Pine Bluff is a singer. He moved out to Atlanta mm-hmm. and he has a new record called You that he's debuting on the 20th of March. Mm-hmm. And he gave me the blessings to play it here, so I want to play it right now. All right. You ready to listen yeah, to it? Yeah, yeah. This new section of the podcast, this new, uh, what do I want to call it? This new segment of the podcast is called Is It a Vibe? Houston, Texas. This is the exclusive uh, record from Echo Remix called You. Echo Remix, what up, baby? What up, man? Appreciate the love. You're the only one, only one, you're the 
I'm gonna let the I'm gonna let the hook go, man. So, um, I, uh, for me, man, I just love, uh, the journey that people take on to become creative. Mm-hmm. I love it. And, and it's plagued my mind recently as to how do you make it to the next level? I had, um, on episode 56, one of my, my, a good friend of mine now, um, actually, you know, I learned so much from Walter High school. Um, and I came in uh, a couple of years, it was probably after the year you graduated, I came into acquaintance with a, a young lady, young lady named Kennedy, and she swore up and down that she was dealing with two of the next sensations out of Houston, Texas. Mm-hmm. And normally, when people talk like that, man, I'm 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 really attentive at how devoted they are in yeah. promoting this person, right? Yeah. So I finally get them on the podcast, and um, you know, after talking to them, uh, Kennedy once she came on episode fourteen, then she came on nineteen, then they just did fifty six. Mm-hmm. I'm just kind of infatuated at the at the aspect of how do you get people to help you get to that point, mm-hmm. right? And which is echoes what you were saying. Uh, if you're doing it for you, you want to do it for the people around. It's not only for you. You want to open yourself up for everybody else. And so, you know, with this new toy that I got, I want to make sure that if there's anybody in the city of Houston, Texas, that wants their music heard, if it's something that agrees with my brand, yeah. I want to be able to just showcase that, man. And so that question has plagued my mind. How do you get to the next level? What does the next level look for you on your pod, on your, uh, I keep saying podcast, but you on your YouTube channel? What does that next level look like? Um, consistency and wanting to grow. Um, Actually, patience as well too. Mm, okay. I think I think um, a lot of kids, uh, a lot of people my age, and then like kids younger than me and stuff. I think a lot of kids are wanting like instant gratification, you know, gratification, instant platform, instant. You know, mm-hmm. um, I think uh, for people to have the patience to watch something grow, that takes a lot of strength. And so, once you have that strength, you can use that to propel you to keep going. You know. Mm. Um, for me, my channel is uh, is sitting at like five hundred and something subs right now. I'm mm. almost at six hundred, mm. and like for me, like that's amazing. I just started it last August, mm. and so um, and I and I and I expect to be at uh, you have to have expectations for yourself. Like, I expect to be at a thousand sub by my first year, you mm. know, okay. because I wanna I wanna produce more. I wanna um, post more content. I wanna broaden my my. Uh, my watchers, like who, who watches my videos and mm-hmm. so, um, and like I said, it's so important to have a team behind you that are willing to, um, not only willing to help you, but you're willing to help them as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a group of friends, uh, we actually call ourselves the Walmart greeters. Okay. Literally four of us have YouTube channels. Okay. One of them has a podcast. Okay. And then two of them, two of them are like just extra creative. One of them does like sound, sound engineering and, uh, photography, uh, film photography and his sister does photography um, great photographer. And then we have another guy, he, he runs his own company. And so we literally have all tried to be a part of each other's brand, each other's mission, each other's no doubt. goal. No doubt. And with, I have to say like without them, I couldn't do it by myself. Like yeah. literally we couldn't do anything we do without each other because we all have something to add to one another. Mm. Um, mm. I think, I think something that people can be nowadays is really selfish and really narcissistic. Mm. Like if you make it all about you, you ain't gonna get nowhere. Yeah, people not gonna stick by your side. They they gonna be with you because of because of what you can do for them, not for you. You know, mm-hmm. um, like we're a friend group, but we also know how to how to um, come together as like a business team. You know, yeah, yeah. Like it's so important to have a have people riding like riding with you at at every level. Yeah, like at every level. You, you don't you don't want someone to try to like say like oh no nah, you're not about to be nothing you're not about to get yeah. nowhere. And then once you get up there, it's like, oh, you, oh, yeah, let, let yeah, me, yeah. let me hop on. Let me yeah, see what yeah. you about. Like, yeah. you need people that are willing to 
to hold you down at your lowest because yeah. you know they're going to be there for you at your highest. You no know? doubt, no doubt. And so that's what those friends are like for me right now. No doubt, man. Um, and with that being said, I got to say shout out to Asia Munns. Uh, shout out to Tempest Green. Shout out to Takara Taylor. Shout out to the love of my life, Kizzy Danae Farmer Dyke. Um, so uh, this is where I go with it, man. Um, give me the 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 your favorite um, your favorite video on your channel and mm-hmm. the 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 uh, video that you do not like the most. Ooh, that's a hard one. That's a hard one. I would say the one I, I'm sorry with the one I don't like the most. Um, dang, that's a hard one. Probably one of my first ones. Okay. I think I think uh, my back to school tips because like I I was it, I think that's like my second and third video, mm-hmm. and I wasn't like super super comfortable yet on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like I don't know why I was trying to be quiet with it, but like I wasn't like speaking up in the video, and like it wasn't like how. I do my videos now, and so um, that's probably the video I don't like the, the most because of just how it was filmed, the setting. I was like, eh, this, this is not it. Um, the video I like the most, mm, see, that that's, I would say probably, I would say like a, like a few that I like the most would probably be um, my Sunday service video was my mm. first video that was like, like that style, like okay. that style of it. Okay. Um, I would say also probably my testimony video where I share part of my testimony that most people didn't even know. Okay. Um, and then I think one more would probably be, um, no, I think that's it. Okay. I can't really think of the, any other good ones right now, but yeah, those, those two. And then the worst one would be the, like I said, the, uh, <laughs> back to school. That one was cringy. Like I'm gonna do, a, I'm gonna do a video in the future where I like go back and watch my old videos. Yeah. Those, those be cringy. Like yeah. you go back and watch yourself. You're just like, yeah. you watch this. Okay. Okay. Um. So okay, you're getting ready to post a new video mm-hmm. on YouTube. Take us through the preparation of it. What does it look like when you prepare for it? And and the reason why I'm asking that is because when we start before we we got on air, we were talking about how Waltrip is, and I was telling you that sometimes. The kids, in my opinion, lack motivation, mm-hmm. um, you know, and so like I've told, like I was telling, um, uh, shout out to Andrew Lindsay, the guy who's giving me some beard products for that I'm using of his now. My wife loves your stuff, dog. Yeah, I, I appreciate some, you. I need some, I need some, I need some, I need some, So, uh, shout out to him, man. And, um, um, so what I was telling him was that, uh, you know, I teach from the perspective of somebody who, um, didn't necessarily so I went to the college I went to the high school of engineering professions at Booker T Washington now I just say I went to Booker T right yeah yeah you know all of that extra stuff I I went to Booker T Washington class of 2003 what up y'all so um when I say that uh, I went to college and I'm not necessarily doing what I studied in college Mm -hmm. but what I'm trying to do now is I'm trying to find my way through it so I'm motivated every time it comes to setting up and doing a new podcast I get this energy right um, and so I'm, I'm curious to find out what is the preparation like when you're getting ready to drop a new channel? Because I myself have hit the, the subscribe button on your channel and I'm, you know, I'm piped to see and I'm hyped to see what you got coming up next because your channel, I see it from the from the standpoint of, man, this is a teenager now, a man who is who's kind of growing and it's only going to go up and up and up from here. So what is the preparation like for your for you to drop a, um, a new video on YouTube? Um, I think one thing that motivates me and, and to start my preparation would be um, brainstorming ideas. Um, so, uh, and I still have ideas that I sat down and brainstormed like months ago that I have to do, but that's because I have so many. Um, and so I, whatever idea I can take to kind of like saying like, okay, so this is how I'm going to do it. I, I kind of like sit down and say, okay, so what do I need for this video? Like, do I need a script for this video? Like, do I need... Um, like props or do, like what do I need for this video to make it how how I see it in my head because I think to want something but not to but not to do it how you see it in your head kind of it doesn't give you that satisfaction mm-hmm. of the video like mm-hmm. I'm not gonna post something that I'm just like eh, I don't know about this you know I'm I, I'm gonna want to have what I want in the video what my mind saw you know what I saw in my mind and so um I I might do a script or something um, some videos I it doesn't really take as much um, mm-hmm. So 
like vlogs. Like I can, I, I have to know what's going on that day to to do a vlog because I don't, I don't want to I don't want just want to vlog like something random, like, mm-hmm. you know, like something people won't really want to watch. Um, I'm making sure like I'm either with my friends or doing something fun or doing something um, intense or crazy, you know, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, like setting aside time to like plan out my videos—that's the most important part. Mm. Um, after that, it just comes down to um, filming and like actually telling myself, "Hey, I want to do this." Um, the motivation aspect comes from like the—I get motivated by by knowing that I'll feel fulfilled after I like release what I know I want to release. Yeah. Um, I think, I guess, something I would say to kids that don't feel motivated is like. Find your passion about mm-hmm. find find what you're passionate about. You know, mm-hmm. I'm passionate about making videos. I I love editing videos. Like mm-hmm. I love trying new things. In my videos. Like, I have I have like a video drop in. Um, I think either at the end of this week. It's it's just a vlog, but like the way I did it, I added like some cinematic type um, like clips to it to make it like more interesting to watch. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. my friend, she's going to it. She went to we went to a tattoo shop to get her tattoo fixed up. And I just literally, just, you know, just took, took clips of the whole the whole process and like made it into like a whole like cinematic like um, sequence. I put some a few like you know creative LUTs on there and mm-hmm. like some music behind it, and it, it it makes it it gives you a different dynamic. Makes you feel like you're watching a movie almost, you know. Yeah. And so I want to like you know try new things and continue to try new things and you know explore different um, opportunities on my channel. Like it's all about being like open minded about it, you know. Yeah. You just gave me an idea of what I'm going to, uh, a video I'm going to put together tomorrow. Really? And I'm going to drop, yeah, you gave me a video that I'm going to put together tomorrow just to, just, just to have some fun. Yeah, do it. And, man, and, do and, it. and uh, yeah, I'm going to put that, I'm not going to put it on my YouTube channel because I don't have enough to put on there. Mm-hmm. I got a lot of videos on there, so I want to put this probably directly on Instagram. Yeah. What song's on your mind right now? Mm. I would say one song would probably be... There's a song, it's this new song called uh, Gold by Joseph Solomon. Okay. And basically in the song, he's talking about how um, basically he just went through a year of like rough, like a rough time. Like basically he compares like the year to the fire, like going through fire. And then uh, he talks about like this year, like how it's like he came out like looking like gold, like how he mm-hmm. went through all that to, to get to where he is now. And so like, that's kind of like how I felt um, last year. Last year wasn't like, as rough as like, oh, you or anything, but you know, spiritually, mentally, physically, I was just trying to figure things out mm-hmm. more, more than, more than um, I had before. And so I think that really propelled me to be where I am today. Cause I'm still learning today, but I, I feel like I'm at a, I'm at a spot where it's just like, dang, like that was necessary. Like I had to go through that to learn and to grow and to mature into who I am right now. So. No doubt. No doubt. Uh, I'm going to go with the, uh uh, Jadik has just dropped a new album, but I'm going to go with one of his classics. We're going to make it um, off of his uh, first LP. Um, we're going to make it. And, uh, you know, because I, I'm in love with Demaria's music, man, I got to go with... My mom said to me... I got to go with Boss You Up, man. Um, I want her to do well because uh, her EP was just magical. Her EP, uh, Love Overdose, was magical. I loved it. I'm infatuated with it. And so I just want her to do well. So any chance she gives me the blessing to play her music, I'm gonna play her music. And this is this is the song that's on my mind right now. Boss you up. Uh, episode 56 was named Boss You Up. Y'all should check that out on my website, stillvisionary.com. I got Jordan sending with me. Let's get it. This is what this platform is all about. Shout out to the great city of Houston, Texas. Shout out to my wife, my family, Fondren, Southwest. What's good? Damari, what up? John Monet, what up? She dropped a new video yesterday. She dropped a new video, y'all. What's going on? On the 17th, let's get it. Top 10, I graduated. Hustle is my profession. Trying to teach you a lesson. Come in classes now in session. You in the right location. Don't need your full attention. Oh, man. Um, shout out to the great city of Houston, Texas. We got a lot of creatives here. Um, 
waiting for the opportunity to blow. We need your backup. We need your support, Houston. Uh, with that being said, today is March the 18th, 2020. I want to say shout out to my a good friend of mine, a good brother of mine, Jeff Boy. Happy birthday. My best man in my wedding, uh, Joshua Ryan Belize, uh, will be turning... I'm not going to put his age out, but they have a birthday on Friday. And my wife is having a birthday on the 23rd of March. So I want to say happy birthday to all three of y'all. I love y'all respectively. Um, Today is March the 18th, 2020, and we have 288 days. Shout out to the city of Houston, Texas. Uh, 288 is one of our freeways in the city for everybody watching this episode outside of the city of Houston, Texas. With 288 days left in the year, what do you hope to attain? Man, I, I want to see. I want to see improvement within myself to to want to do to do more. Okay. Um. So, like for my channel, for instance, I want to be at a point where YouTube, um, my my YouTube channel is 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 a is a high priority. Um, mm. Not to put it over it, not to put it over things, but to say like, hey, like. If I'm going to take this serious, I need to put this up, like, at a level where, like, I think my job is, you know? Like, because for YouTube, a lot of YouTubers, that is their job, you know? If I want, I want to be at a point where, um, like I said, I want to, re- I want to reach 1,000 subs by August. Um, I want to I want to reach different people um, in different spheres of people and have a, a broad sphere of, like, viewers watching my channel, um, regardless what video it is. Like, they want to, like, just see, like, either what I have to say or... Um, a message I have to share. Um, uh, also, just be in this place where me and my friends are all eating too as well because we all are creatives. Like I said, we all do things. We all um, have busy lives where we uh, try to be better every day. And so I really want to see my friends in a spot where we all can come together and say, hey, we're doing this. Like, we, there's no slowing down. Like, I want, I want to keep this going. Um, motivating each other, being there for one another, uh, and just having that idea that like we we still have more to, we still have more to gain we still have more that we can we still have like more 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 race to run and mm-hmm. like you know continuing that. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, if you know looking back, uh, being however old you are right now, looking back at the um, generation to come, what bit of advice would you give them to um, get them ready for life after high school or get them ready to? fully step into their career or what they want to do in life? What bit of advice would you give them? First, I would say there's more now than there ever was, obviously, because we're in a, we're in an age where you can do anything off your phone. And so if you can do anything off your phone, just imagine all the other stuff that you can do, like not on your phone, you know, um, you can do a lot. You have to be willing to work hard because um, I think it's generation Z generation, whatever generation is after me, because I'm actually not even a millennial. I'm a Generation Z person, so okay, that's okay. kind of that's kind of sad, but it's because okay. <laughs> we don't like working. But no, it's it's true. Like generation, the generation, my generation and below, a lot of us don't like to like work hard, um, and so I think you kind of have to break that break that um, stereotype. Sorry, no, you good. You kind of have to break that stereotype because um, it takes hard work. Like mm-hmm. I don't just wake up and then record a video and then post it on YouTube. Like it takes like preparation. It takes um, messing up a whole bunch of times and editing all that out. Like it takes work. So be willing to put in the work for what you want to do. Figure out what you like to do. You don't have to figure out your whole life plan right now. Like figure out what you like to do and build on that. Like share it with your parents, share it with the people around you that can help you get to make your dream to what you want it to be. Because if you keep it to yourself, you really have no way to be that. Like, yeah, how are you going to do something with your life and no one really knows about it? Like, mm-hmm. you don't have to tell everybody your business, but have people that can be there to support you because if there's no support, you're just like, I don't know what I'm doing, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, it's not all instant. Don't think you're just going to graduate high school and then make a viral video and you're going to be famous. Like, mm-hmm. like one person maybe have, have done that you ever have known. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's... You know, it's not all about being famous. It's not all about, you know, having the most followers on TikTok or Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, be willing to put in work for what you want to do. Okay. And be willing to um, be patient for it. No doubt. No doubt. Um, 
you know, one thing I haven't asked you is uh, how how is the reception of your YouTube channel to people that you went to Waltrip with? How are they receiving it? Uh, are they big supporters of yours or how do you find um, that their contribution to your movement has helped you out, if any? I've had a good amount of people actually hit me up asking me like, you know, well, first of all, they hit me up saying like, dang, like we never thought, well, not we never thought, but that they're proud that they see me doing this and like they see how I'm working hard at it. And um, a lot of people ask me like, you know, what, like, how'd you do it? Like, you know, like I see you being so motivated. I want to like do the same thing too. A um, lot of good feedback, a lot mm-hmm. of good feedback. I, okay. I don't talk to too many people from Watcher, but um, those that I still consider um, good friends, they, they're, they're good supporters, great supporters. Like um, uh, one of uh my friends, um, Nevaeh, she's, she graduated 2018. Mm. She, she supports my videos all the time. She's always like reposting myself on her story. She's like, mm. go watch them, you know, all that stuff. So yeah, Nivea, I, I, I got she Did I see her on, was she, describe she was actually, her. She was actually in two of my videos. She yeah, was yeah, in, yeah, with the glasses. With the glasses. Okay, yeah, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, okay, she, okay. she's a, she's a huge supporter. Shout out, shout out Nay. Yeah, um, you need that. You need that. You need people that just, and that's how, how I feel about Trey Rogers, Echo Remix, uh, Demaria, I feel that about their projects, you know, yeah. that I want to just be able to um, help them in any way that I can. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's sharing it on my platform or sharing it on Instagram, because I believe that you need that if you're going to be successful. Mm-hmm. People that are just rocking with you um, and not necessarily with you every day, but just believe in what you do. You yeah, know what I'm saying? I definitely. mean, Trey Rogers, a, a long time ago, I never knew he, he, he started rapping and I never knew he would get so good so quickly. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, I I definitely can relate to that. So um, most importantly, the last question I'll ask is, what's next? Man. To not be repetitive, like I said, um, like, you know, really growing my YouTube channel. Um, I, I, I want to get monetized this year on YouTube. Yeah. I want to get monetized. Do you know um, how many followers you need to do that? Oh, subscriptions. You need a thousand subscribers and four thousand watch hours. Okay. So I'm halfway. I'm I'm more than halfway with subscribers and like, I'm like one fourth of the way with watch hours. Yeah. So I have about three thousand more to go. But yeah, I got a long way to go. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I feel you. Go it's, ahead. It's a journey. It's a journey. But yeah, I really want to get monetized and I really want to be able to, um, like I said, have YouTube and like because youtube it it, it 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 has more than just like me on youtube it's it's me talking about my hair it's me talking about jesus it's me talking about like creative stuff and so each of those three things i want those three those three things to grow as well like mm-hmm. i want my ministry to go i want i want to be able to get like maybe like hair deals if, if that's possible or mm-hmm. or get um like be be featured in like um different things like different fun things on youtube mm-hmm. and so um yeah, I, I really just want to see growth with yeah. within myself and yeah. with um, growth with myself, growth with my YouTube channel, growth with my friends, all of that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we there was a lot that we could have unpacked, but we have more. I have a lot more episodes to get done before I can get to where I want to get goal wise. Mm-hmm. So um, I feel like as we as we grow in our respective creative lanes, you know, we'll have other opportunities coming and really dive in deep into the hair. Yeah. Into uh, your ministry and into uh, more of your channel. Yeah. So uh, I got goodies, man. Um, I like to. Um, my wife has always told me that you shouldn't go places without bringing gifts mm-hmm. to bestow on the people that are letting you uh, come into their space. So what I started doing uh, last year when I started the podcast is I made this exclusive SVI T-shirt, SVI Still Visionary Inc. Black T-shirt. It's a, an exclusive to the podcast. Everybody that comes on gets one of those shirts, right? Appreciate it, man. Appreciate and in uh, 2020, I started giving this uh, What's Next podcast T-shirt, right? This black made it exclusive to the podcast, so only the creatives get this shirt to come on to the podcast. Thank you so much, man. So that's uh, just a gift from my company to you, man. I appreciate your time. I appreciate uh, you giving me your journey and giving me something to learn and uh, look forward to. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on here. No this doubt. Was, this was real cool. No doubt. Yeah. Houston, Texas, man. Um, the beginning song, the intro song was from the Nice Guys. I played Demaria. She can be found on Demaria, at Demaria Official. All right, this is her song right here, at Demaria Official. Settle down. 
on Instagram and on Twitter. Um, and I played Echo Remix. He can be found on uh, Instagram at E C H O L Remix. And um, my name is John Ross Dyke the First. This is Jordan Sinet right here, Houston, Texas. I do what I do for myself to prove that I can do it for others. Peace and blessings. Yo, I feel like 95, Sachi on my body, Biggie Jiggle puffy, all that ballin' is a hobby, and I'm wildin' in my wallies, and them valleys, no Pilates, more way get you more wet, now that's these Bumanti, my crystal ball, I see crystal, I crystal y'all with that, I saw the sign like Ace Face, that Ace of Spade, it cracked me like, cheers to the money guy, the Willie nigga, who buy them bottles, and then they spill these liquors, yo, yo, salute my dude. Overdose, overdose, yes we did it again, sipping with no 